Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to Great Match Generator, where I am not going to to intake on Twitter discourse anymore because I deleted the app. Yeah! Twitter is fucking terrible. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Twitter is terrible, and I don't want to be associated with it anymore. So I just deleted the app. I still have the Great Match Generator account. But I may delete the DJD Kooks account. <laughs> I might do it. I might if, do it. So if you de so if you deactivate, you have 30 days to reactivate. So you just have to reactivate every 29th day and then deactivate again. Oh my god. That would be too much. So I'm not gonna deactivate DJD Kooks then. Um, what I'm gonna do is just retweet Grey Match Generator links. That's what I'm gonna do now. So if you just want great match generator links and stuff like that, or my intentional thoughts, then you can follow me at DJD Kooks on Twitter. But but you can follow me on the non-toxic wrestling friends Discord if you don't want if you want my real-time thoughts now, because I, I'm not dealing with Twitter anymore. <laughs> so how are you doing, Adam? I'm good. I got the day off. Just watched all these matches today. Yeah. Um, got through them pretty good. I mean, they're, they're good matches. I thought they were good matches. It, it, it was a strange bunch of matches. I'll say that. To say the Very, very random. Had me all, all across the board, man. So I watched, I watched the shoot style match first. And then I watched, you know, some shit from 1978. Then I watched CZW. And then I had to watch, not had to, but then I watched Brett versus, or Brett and Anvil versus Bulldog and Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. So I have the door open here. It's it's a nice day out. Where is it a nice day out in Cincinnati where you are? Yeah, I'm actually recording outside. Nice. Very nice. Um, I'm not recording outside because there are neighbors talking, but I am actually, I actually have the door slightly ajar. So it's a nice day out. Um, and I'm going to take a walk after, after, after this. We record. Yes. I'll so, probably go for a walk too. Yeah. A lot healthier when you take walks. Um, so what, so let's go in date order here. Today's four matches are Ray Mendoza versus Tetsumi Fujinami from New Japan. August 13th, 1978. Was it was it New Japan or was it EMLL? Because I got confused for a second. It was New Japan. It was? All right. It just it had Spanish Japan. commentary on the link. It just had, had Spanish commentary, yeah. Okay. Um, then we had British Bulldogs versus Heart Foundation from September 23rd, 1985, Madison Square Garden, WWF. 
Then we have Kiyoshi Tamura versus Volkan, 1997, September 26th, Rings. Then we have Necro Butcher and Toby Klein versus Nick Gage and Justice Payne from CZW, June 11th, 2005. Boy, do I have some notes on that one. I think that's the most notes I've ever taken on a match. Like that we I didn't take like- any notes for any of these matches. Honestly, because I'm a little worn. I'm a little worn on wrestling, honestly. And it's mostly because of the discourse. And I'm just going to say this. Wrestling discourse has gotten to the point where it's gotten insufferable. And that's why I deleted Twitter. And if I enjoy something to the point uh, where the discourse has gotten me to enjoy it less, I know there's a problem. And I talked to my therapist today when we record this on Monday and he agreed. So we agreed to delete Twitter from my world. So. The right call. It's the right call. And it's the only call. So let's get into these matches. Ray Mendoza versus Tatsumi Fujinami first, since we go in gate order. What were your thoughts on this match? Started off real slow. Um, yeah. It, it's 1978, so we weren't wowing yeah. here. The, like, okay, okay, so the first fall was kind of boring and, like, they you know had some nice exchanges on the first fall. I hadn't, yeah, it was just a little slow for me. Yeah, it was a little slow. Um, I agree, the whole match was slow. And it it's sort of weird getting used to that lucha style that Mendoza had, but yeah. but once you get used to it, it it becomes natural to watch it and natural to see the slowness of that late CMLL style or EMLL style. And but I enjoyed this match for what it was. It wasn't like mind-blowing or my eye-popping to say the least um i i really liked the leg work in like the second fall and yeah. then like and fujinami was selling it really well but then like fujinami hits the suicide dive and i'm like i, I was told they didn't do that back in the day like oh if you yeah legs, you know what I mean it was a great suicide dive I didn't have a problem with it but I but, we were, we're by, but some wrestling pundits tell us oh they didn't do that back in the day oh yeah they did I mean I think it's egregious when like Seth Rollins or someone gets his leg worked on and then he does three suicide dives without selling it I, I'll agree with that but like let's call it what it really is with like some of these old timers yeah they're just being disingenuous so so it's it's not it's a pretty good match for what it is. Yes. I went three and a half. I mean that's not I went a three bad and a match. quarter. Yeah. And as we say on the show, we're a half star with each other. We basically agree. It's yeah, it's the same rating. And we're not going to qualm on each other's ratings. We're like, how dare you give this three and a half? How dare you give this three and a quarter? Because because it's not like I thought I thought the the two out of three falls nature of the match really took me out of the match. Yeah. 
I did pop for the suicide dive. I did pop for the ending of the third fall. The finish. Yeah. Um, but I thought overall this was a good match for 1978. Yeah, I, I mean, for time. What were your thoughts, Adam? But, uh, um, I just, yeah, like I said, I thought it was a good match. Just solid. I mean, if you put yourself in 1978, it's probably like My some problem. of the best I've ever seen. I don't know. Well, I say that, but then like I was talking to people about it today and like, I don't know, there's like Bachwinkle matches and Terry Funk matches and shit that are like better. Much better. Right. Right. I those I, are two examples. I'm sure Fujinami had a bunch of good, like better matches than this too. Right. And Mendoza. Right. I, I bet Fujinami and Mendoza have had better matches than this, but this is a good relic of its son. Yeah. Um we have to get to British Bulldogs versus Hard Foundation. I really enjoyed the story of this match. I did too. I um, it's fucking Bret Hart, you know. I say it every time Bret comes up. I I love Bret so much, and like my first three notes here: Bret exclamation point, hammerlock spot, Bret three exclamation points. <laughs> I just love Bret so much, man. I think what Brett does well is the small things. Oh, yes. Just just personified, and you notice those small things, and especially in this match, you notice, like, the small hammerlock spot. You notice things, like, the way he runs the ropes, the way he... It's also different. The turnbuckle, where he takes the turnbuckle. Um, There was, like... As they were setting up the last comeback for Dynamite, um, he that comes was off literally the ropes. hot. That was literally molten. Yeah. And so Dynamite comes off the ropes, and you can tell they're setting up like Dynamite was supposed to. It was supposed to look like Brett went for a backbreaker, and I guess Dynamite was supposed to like get out of it somehow, but they kind of fucked it up. Brett just recovered so well because Brett and Dynamite are great. Yeah, it's. Yeah, so Brett, you know, that's how we got that spot where uh, Dynamite reverses Brett's uh, uppercut into a backslide, and then that leads to the hot tag to Davey. Yeah, that, that, that was creative stuff, and that was probably done on the fly, and it yeah. really shows, like, people can call it in the ring, and if something goes awry... Um... Well, you see, like, right after that spot, like, that s- sequence fucks up, you see Brett look over at Davey and say something and you can almost tell he's like, Hey, we're going to do it it this way. We'll figure it out. We're going to do it this way. And Davey probably trusted because Brett, it's so good. Yeah. Um, Finish was really creative too. I really liked the finish. Yeah. Brett was so good during the fucking heat segments too, man. Um. They did two heat segments, which uh, normally which, you don't get in a WWF tag match. You only get yeah. one heat segment. Um, and then, yeah, so like we were talking about the story and the finish. So the story is Brett and Anvil keep finding little ways to cheat. And it's kind of like a Southern style tag almost. Oh, yeah. You know? it, 
Oh yeah, it's very Southern how they work. Though. And they're you know they keep finding little ways to cheat, and then uh, they try to get one last like way to fuck over the the bulldogs. The ref gets distracted. Davy comes off the top rope and headbutts uh, Anvil, I think it was, and Dynamite pins him. Yeah, and it's like the face is finally outsmarted. And then heart, the heart, and then the Brett was flabbergasted, and yeah, it, it, it was a really smart finish. So good. Uh, good. Four even. Four, four stars. Even. That's where I went to. I went four even. Very good wrestling. Very good wrestling. Um, like I said on the phone with you yesterday, it's a shame more of that stuff doesn't exist, like stuff with Brett and Dynamite. Like the Calgary stuff, I would love that. Oh, I would love that Calgary stuff. I would salivate at that stuff. Well, what does exist is Kiyoshi Tamura versus Volkan. Rings, 926-97. And we were on the phone yesterday, and we were like, are we burnt out on shoot style? I I think I am, because like I was talking to like uh, Cass from the Great match gener- or uh, the greatest match ever discord i was talking to him today and like it was just like i was like i, I just didn't like this that much he's like that's one of like the best shoot style matches ever and i'm like fuck i am burnt out on this shit i didn't like this either <laughs> i i, I didn't say i didn't it. like i didn't hate this it's more it's- I think part of it too is like this is like supposed to be like the greatest match ever project right and you get a three and a half star match and you're just like yeah i see better than this on on every new japan and every wednesday on on some indies we see better than this yeah on wwe even we see better than this and i'm like i'd have to watch to find out but some WWE. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure WrestleMania would give us probably two or three, three and a half plus star matches. Yeah, I'm sure it will. I'm. I'm probably going to watch WrestleMania and, and just to watch I, it. And I haven't probably, figured out. Uh, yeah. So it's just. It's just this good little story. Yeah, I like them with like the getting, arm work with the arm like, and the leg work. Yeah, but is this best ever? It so it starts really good for the limited experience he has. Yeah. Oh yeah. They so they get into like they start using rope breaks early and stuff, and they, like that's supposed to like enhance. That's, and that's enhance. good. Then it slows down with some grapple fucking. Then they stand it up, and Tamora just starts kicking Volkan's ass, and that rules. Like Tamora that kicks. rule, that rule, that rule. Then it slows down again, and then it's just like the finish comes out of nowhere. I'm like, yeah, I would want one more Kiyoshi Tamora ass kicking. Yeah, segment. and then I would rate this four stars. That's where I was. Yeah, I mean, the crowd was into it, too, so I can't really bitch too much, but, like, it's, I think we're probably both just burned out on the style because we've had a lot of these matches lately. We've had a lot of these matches lately. A lot of shoot styles come up lately. Like, this is very well done. I can say this is very well done. Volkan is 
a prodigy. Yeah. For the limited experience he had. He only had 60 matches, apparently. Yeah, something like that. For him to be this good? Jesus Christ. Yeah. To be considered for a greatest wrestler ever? Where did he finish on the greatest wrestler ever project? Let me let me look. Even I remember I remember which I remember him finishing really high one year, and I was like, wow. Because this was before I this was I knew of the project, but I hadn't like watched enough of him or the shoot style in general. I, I really hadn't gotten big into like it was a blind spot for me until probably about a year and a half ago. Volcan, let me see. He finished 60th. In 2006, he finished 42nd. So he's going to be a contender again. Yeah. But if the dude only wrestles 60 matches. Yeah. And all of them are on tape. Like, like here's my thing about it. It's like, I'm going to poke holes into this dude's game. Yeah, it's, I mean... I don't know. It's just kind of weird to judge it on like that level because like it's hard to say like he's one of the greatest ever if he only has 60 matches. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it really is hard. I might not even put him on my list. But I rated this three and three quarters. Not like I hated this match. Yeah. I Like I said, it was, it was a good match. I went three and a half. It just wasn't I don't, I don't think we're what... engaged enough. I don't think we're. Yeah. Um, and maybe me being off Twitter will help matters. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Two, because there's a lot of negativity. Yeah. But we're going on to the combat zone. Uh. <laughs> oh. This has to be the first time we can say the best match or the best wrestler involved in the match we watched was actually on commentary, right? Oh my god. I gave this three and a half. I felt dirty for giving this three and a half. I went three. You went a flat three. Yeah. They it was sloppy. There was like there was okay, I have two things in here just about like he was just like a, a walk and brawl, but like deathmatch version, not like the Jeff Jarrett version. And at one point, I saw the, the Jeff Jarrett version of a walk and brawl. That would have made it a lot worse. Yeah, yeah, I see. I like Jeff, but that was like there's a spot in this match where you get like the worst German suplex I've ever seen. And then Mac- there's like Macro is not a good bumper, and I saw yeah. and I watched the Samoa Joe match earlier today. He wasn't Absolutely. good in that either. He well, uh, but that was that was like that. I love that match though because that's just like um, 
that's just wild. Right. That's just freaking fun. That was just it's like mixed wild bumps. Crack. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, the, but what the, made that match fun is the hindrance of this match. Yeah, they so they they also had like the um the stuff pile driver. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the stuff pile driver like, near the end of the match, right? Yeah, and they, they like hesitated forever, and the lights are like fucking up in the arena. And then Nate and then, Hatred comes out. Nate Hatred comes out, and I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" I, I didn't watch like old death, like CZW death because matches. He's from, but... he's from the Hate Club, and yeah, I, I, I know who he, I'm aware of who he is, but like he comes out and like the 300 people in uh, whatever arena. I'm guessing ECW arena. It was ECW like, arena. They're going yeah, nuts. They're acting like Steve Austin came out, and I'm like, <laughs> "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> this is Nate Hatred. <laughs> This is Nate Adrian. This is not Steve Austin, my friend. Yeah. It's like it's like they heard the smell and like they started going crazy. No, it was just it was Nate Hatred. I no offense to Nate Hatred. Right. I just I was like flabbergasted by the whole thing. Gage was the best wrestler. Gage and Justin Payne were the better team in this yeah. match by far. I do like that both teams it looked like uh Justice Payne and Necro Butcher uh, stop at Coles to get their shoes right before this match. I thought they were <laughs> like the air monarchs that like old white dads mow the lawn in. My God. Like, and we have to talk about the commentary of this match, too. I mean, Eddie's great. E- Eddie, John House, and Eric Arnjula. It might not be, it might not be Eddie. It might be John House and Garjula. No, he called him King at one time. Oh, oh, so it is Eddie Kingston? Yeah. Because, so, like, I talked to you yesterday, and then, like, I start that file today, and I'm like, that's, I know that voice, bro. I know that voice anywhere I hear it. And then, like, later they said, like, they were like, yeah, they, blah, 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 some tournament of death, King. And I was like, yep, that's Kingston. Yep. I confused it because Eric Gardula and John House. I know, I know the lead guy was Gardula. Yeah. Um, and he's fantastic. He's what Kevin Gill aspires to be. Oh. <laughs> oh, not Kevin Gill slander. <laughs> I'm I, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I get trust me, I get it. He's like Kevin Gill's like almost too like too much of a fan to be doing commentary. Yeah, exactly. And even when Rob Naylor was doing commentary at one point for like these promotions, like when he would get giddy, it, it wasn't like as unnatural as Kevin Gill would get. Yeah. Because Naylor still knows the assignment, you know? Right. Right. And commentary made this match. Commentary made this match what yeah. it was. Are you sure it wasn't the Easy Bake Oven that made this match, though? Oh, my God. That Easy Bake Oven took a beating. <laughs> that suplex, God. that power bomb. Yeah, I was, like, tweeting today, and I was, like, I don't remember what I said. I, like, kind of had, like, a little thread, and I was, like, yeah, now Nick Gage is getting assaulted with an Easy Bake Oven. <laughs> it was an Easy Bake Oven because 
because boy, boy, and the bumps they were taking on that. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. They took some disgusting bumps. The, the bump where um, I think Justice Payne gets dumped onto like the, um, what do you call it? The plywood thing. Um, oh, that, pa- that bump was nasty. That I was scared that, before it even started because I was just like. Easy, that gonna thing's get- not going to break. That thing's or, not going to well, break. Right. And I was like, are they going to get him up and over? Like, I could see this ending poorly. And then, like, they got him up and over. Yeah. And then the thing doesn't break, which, like, those pallets are supposed to hold thousands of pounds. So it shouldn't break. And then, like, I don't know. There was a spot right after that where when Hatred was in there and he fucking basically beeled them onto a cage. And and the the cage door was freaking dangling on the apron and I was scared to death oh another one there was the spot where Gage and um, Necro are both like on their knees exchanging punches I swear to god Necro shoot punched Gage and I was like oh this is brutal to watch and then right after that they go into a barbed wire spot where the barbed wire gets stuck in Necro's goddamn face oh yeah I remember that spot yeah like makes it stop, please. This I like is actually it. the match I retain the most from because of the absurdity. Of the yeah, I see, and I don't mind death match type stuff. Like I loved, I I went five stars on Punk versus MJF, for instance. And I not that that's a death match, but there's sick thumbtack chain Bombs. shit in that match, you know. But this was not necessary. For the feud. Yeah. No. no. The, I, I think deathmatch stuff is just more fun live. That's probably the problem. Yeah, probably. That was probably a blast live. But watching yeah, I mean, like, you know, I went to that GCW show the night before uh, All Out, and I had a blast during that uh, War Games match they had, and then just. Like every thirty seconds, someone's somewhere somehow glass is getting broke. Like, it's like, and I was still having fun. It was so fun, uh, but it's a live thing, right? Right. It it definitely is a live thing because. But I can tell you, the next three episodes, no shoot style. Good. So. Next episode, Adrian Neville's Sami Zayn, NXT, Our Evolution. I've watched that recently. We did a like an old NXT watch along, like pre, pre. Uh, I remember Wednesday. that match being very good. It's really good. Pack Rock- is so good, and Sa- Sammy was really good until I think he's kind of cooked now, but. Rick Rude versus Ultimate Warrior from WWF, SummerSlam 89. Love me some Rick Rude. Yeah, I think it's SummerSlam 89. I assume, oh, is that the page? I, let, let me look it up real quick. It's a singles I, match. It's not the cage. So that would be probably from when... Warrior was Intercontinental Champion, right? Yeah, yeah. Warrior won the belt from Rude. 
Okay. This is, this is a Warrior title one. Wait, I thought Warrior won the belt from Honky. Warrior won the belt from Honky, but then, but then Rude, Rude won it somehow. I don't know. We'll, we'll do the research next time. <laughs> yeah. Katsuyori Shibata versus Junakiyama. Russell won from August 4th, 2005. That should be fun. Uh, did you see the news for uh, DDT? Yeah, I did. AEW's new partner. Yeah, I need Akiyama versus Kingston. Oh, I need Akiyama versus Kingston right now. <laughs> I yeah. need that. I mean, I want, Akiyama, I want Akiyama versus a lot of them dudes, but I'm not going to do like the obvious, like, oh, Brian Danielson, Kenny Omega. Like, we we need the all Japan boy. We need the all Japan boy, the one who pays tribute to all of them wrestling Akiyama. Yeah. And then Rockers versus Buddy Rose and Doug Summers from AWA Christmas night 1986. I um, Bix said something the other day. We were I don't know if you saw. It was more bad discourse, but it's like as long as the right people were talking about it, it wasn't bad. But we we're doing like rankings of all time great um, Canadian workers, and he brought up Buddy, and I was like, "Man, I haven't seen enough of them. I gotta fix that." So this would be good. And then the episode after that, Akira Tawe versus Toshiaki Kawada from April April eighth, nineteen ninety five, before the Holy Demon Army. Holy Demon Army collide. Then we have the Shield versus Ryback, Daniel Bryan, and Kane PLC match. Got to be the only time Ryback made our list. It probably is. Um, Jim Breaks versus John Cortez from Joint Promotions two two eighty one World of Sport. Some catch, some catch style World of Sport. Let's go. And then Katsuyori Shibata versus. Tomo Akihana, G1, 2014. Hell yeah. And then we have the episode after that, we have El Hijo Del Santo versus Espanto Jr. From yes. Mask versus Mask Monterey, 831-86. Then we have Terry Funk versus Hardly Race, NWA. Houston, it's probably the Houston stuff. 7-1-77. And then we get to Victor Zangief in the area. This is two episodes from now. Victor yeah. Zangief versus Shinya Hashimoto from the Dome Show in 89. The uh, initial Dome Show. Yeah. 424-89. And then Jumbo Saruta and Genichiro Tenru versus Ricky Choshu and Yoshiaki Yatsu. 128-86. I watched that one last year. That's a, that's a banger. Oh, I, I'm looking forward to that. And then and then the one after that, there's an Andre the Giant match from 1970. Wow. I need to see more old Andre. Like I've seen like the obvious ones. Like look at look at this lineup. This is three episodes from now. To, Tomohiro Ishii versus Katsuyori Shibata. The the Tomohiro Ishii versus Katsuyori Shibata match. Let's go. Dustin versus Cody. Oh. Adrenaline in and my then soul. Koji Kanemoto. It's the Andre Andre the Giant versus Frank Valois from France, 1970. And then Koji Kanemoto versus El Samurai, best of the Super Junior final. That episode I'm really looking forward to. So no shoot style in the next 
four weeks. Yes. So but let's go. I've always, you said it was Kanemoto versus Samurai, right? El Samurai, 97. I feel like I've always been higher on El Samurai than everyone. Maybe you have. We'll find it's out. Weird. But plugged. Uh, at Adam Neary, NCWF, um, Discord, uh, all of our Discord servers, uh, Social Suplex, Danny's mine. Uh, I, I deleted the Discord server. <laughs> oh, it, okay. I, I deleted know. my Discord server. So it, it just wasn't it's, active enough. And I just, I just didn't feel like moderating anymore. So that's why. it's Yeah, I think I'm about to actually probably be put as moderator on another server just because I want to help them get it off the ground. But I, um, yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's, it's rough on me just doing like the admin stuff just to make right. sure like everything's good. I mean, we're almost at five months now, so, so things are flowing pretty easy, but yeah. Yeah, so it's okay. Uh, one last plug, catch me on Spaces with um, at WrestleCringe every I week. I won't be because I'm off Twitter. Right, 7 yeah. o'clock, every, 7 p.m. Eastern, every Wednesday, we do a quick uh, roundup of all the news, uh, preview Dynamite. Some weeks we do a post-show. Uh, our post-show this week had as many people listening as Girl on Cinema's post-show had, so ha, shout out. Ha, 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 ha. Fuck Girl on Cinema. Yeah, dude. Let's, let's go. I was like, how she grift all that? And like, all she can get is 25 people. But like me and Cringe just start doing shit. And it's, we get 25 people. Like. Let's go. Terrible. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's freaking go. Um, so you can follow me on Twitter. I won't be posting much. At DJ D Kooks. D-K-O-O-K-S. D D K O O K S and on and I gotta get this Twitter right. Um twitter.com slash great match pod. I believe is the uh great match pod. Yep, it's great match pod. Great match pod. Follow Great Match Pod, follow Social Suplex, all the guys and girls involved with uh, Social Suplex. Um, shout out to them. Shout out to them. Shout out. They were just actually all together. A lot of them were actually at the New Japan Tampa show. Yeah, and I th- didn't a bunch of them get together for uh, Revolution too. Yes, they did. Rich Lotta performed at... At the AEW, there's a vlog watched, out there. I watched his little vlog today. I finally got around to that. His vlog where he was like heading to the show and everything. It was really good. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. So, hi, follow Rich Lada at Hiroshi Tananeshi. I, 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 I'm gonna butcher this. I think it's at Rich Lada 32 is his handle. Rich Lada 32. He he has something Hiroshi Taneshi. As a poke at Tanahashi, um, but but that's not his real Twitter handle. That's his like profile name. But but he's gonna kill us probably. But it's okay. We love Rich Lotto. We love Jeremy Donovan. We love 
young boy. We love Josh McLaughlin. We love everybody on Social Suplex. Floyd Johnson, my book brother. Um, we love everybody on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Thank you all for listening. And this was Great Match Generator. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.